0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1565, focusing on the positives will make you a happier person by Adi Redzik of adiredzik.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Monday, and welcome back to Optimal Living Daily or the OLD podcast, where I read to you from some of the best blogs I can find and get permission from, mostly covering personal development and minimalism on this show. For now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Focusing on the positives will make you a happier person by Adi Redzik of adiredzik.com. Happy life consists not in asking what is wrong with us that needs to be improved, but embracing and appreciating all that is already good. And there's plenty of it. Trusting that the goodness already present in our lives and within us is enough is essential to further growth. In fact, it is imperative because each time we emphasize anything that needs fixing, We come to it from a vantage point of comparisons and criticism, and as a result, we embark upon a spiral of self-loathing, complaining, and negativity, all of which limits healthy self-development. When we do not accept that who we are and what we are is enough, we place conditions on our happiness that are not measured by the beats of our heart or our inner desires, but by external factors, and by our ego. I had a professor in college who told me once that nothing succeeds like success. Conversely, nothing fails like a failure. If we focus on all that is positive in our lives, it is inevitable that we will attract more positivity and goodness. On the other hand, if we focus on all that isn't right in our lives, we will soon grow to view just about everything as negative. Even the things that would otherwise be most exciting will seem like a struggle. So how do we switch this perspective? Number one, by looking at all the good stuff and by making a decision to keep looking at it, appreciating it, being grateful for it, and taking it all in, even when it is challenging, until we start believing it. After a while, even the biggest cynics start believing. Number two, by making sure that we aren't just accepting goodness in ourselves as enough with an expectation for more. If we are accepting what we have as enough just because we hope that by doing so, the universe will bring us more, we are setting ourselves up for a big disappointment. Accepting ourselves and our lives as enough is enough in of itself. There's no more to it. We can't try to trick the universe. If we do, that's just our ego playing tricks with us. Number three, by not self-sabotaging, e.g., everything is perfect, so something must be wrong since that's how things always are. So if it isn't wrong, let's make it wrong. If you spent a long time beating yourself up about all the wrong things in your life or waiting for X, Y, Z to happen before you could be happy, give yourself enough time, at least the same amount, of embracing, praising, and encouraging all that is good and beautiful about you and your life. Unless you do that, the past habits and practices will return. And number four, by trusting. We have to trust that we are enough, that what we have is enough, and that the universe has given us exactly what we need at this point in time. Furthermore, trusting in our own goodness is essential to everything. But what if you can't find the good stuff or the good stuff doesn't feel good enough? First, if things in your life and you don't feel good enough, that's because you are comparing them yourself to something else. Possibly an image that you have constructed long ago of who you are, what you should be like, what happiness looks like, what others think of you, and so on. There's a key difference between appreciating good things and wanting more of them and thinking that all the good you have isn't enough. If you are unable to find goodness in your life, ask yourself, what has your ego been up to? If you cannot appreciate the goodness you do have, ask again what your ego has been up to. Second, pause for a moment and consider the blessings you do have and write them down. Think of the air you can breathe or the sheer fact that you have the intellectual, emotional, and spiritual capacity to even acknowledge and think about these things. Think of the truths you hold dear, like honesty and compassion. Consider the hard work you put in at your job or the effort you made to make someone smile. And think of the difference you made in the life of that lady this morning while you held the door for her or that person you smiled at on your way to Starbucks. Write down all the big and small things that are good and that fulfill you but don't appreciate the good or the bad in your life in comparison to others, just acknowledge it for what it is. Finally, fear. We often prevent ourselves from being whole and embracing and living out our goodness because we fear the consequences. What if those dearest to us reject us or we don't score a job we want or we get hurt? The truth is, without overcoming our fears, there's no real growth, authenticity, or happiness. Life was never meant to be fair or easy that would defeat its purpose of helping us grow. And it is our ego that makes us believe that only bad things happen to us and in turn encourages us to criticize, judge, be selfish, fearful, and greedy. Negativity helps our ego grow, but each time our ego wins, our spiritual growth and our propensity for happiness declines, It is the paradox of life. The less we propel the I, the more of our authentic selves comes to surface and the more we can actually achieve. So it is really up to us to recognize that we are good and that we are enough just the way we are, independent from and indifferent to what the world may think about us. We are who we are and our job is to appreciate it, be happy with it, and make the most out of it. You just listened to the post titled, Focusing on the Positives Will Make You a Happier Person by Audie Redzik of AudieRedzik.com. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And just a little update. I'm a bit ahead with my recording, which is good considering what's going on in the world right now. I'm hoping everyone is staying safe and healthy, but there have been events that have been canceled. One that I mentioned that I was going to be at was Courtney Carver's Project 333 book launch with guest Leo Babauta. That was going to be in San Diego, but that's been canceled. So I wanted to update you about that. Hopefully rescheduled, but we won't hear the new date for a while, I'm sure. Also, the minimalists have canceled tour dates. And my brother either has or will be doing a podcast episode with his take on it. If you listen to his podcast, Optimal Health Daily, you likely already know he has his doctorate in public health and teaches and learns about public health for a living, teaching master's level students, often going to conferences to keep up with everything. So, You'll do a Q&A episode, not sure if it's out yet as of the time you're listening to this, but you can subscribe to Optimal Health Daily for updates and I'll likely mention that specific episode in my free weekly newsletter at oldpodcast.com if you wanna hear an unbiased perspective from a professor of public health. He's only gonna do one episode about it, by the way. In any case, I hope you, your family and friends are doing well, I'll leave it at that. Hope your week is off to a great start. Thank you for being here and listening to me and for subscribing to the show and I'll be back tomorrow reading to you where your optimal life awaits.